0: Shut up, and sit down. Welcome to another episode of... Business Bro! As always, we yeah, want to make sure we're bringing you valuable content, and today on the podcast we got Katon Why don't you say hello?
1: Hey, what's going on, guys? How's it going?
0: Awesome. Katon where are you from?
1: I'm from here in San Diego.
0: Really? Yeah, A San Diego native. San Diego. Well,
1: I wasn't I wasn't born here. Full, full admission. I was born in the Philippines. I came here when I was like full one though, sculpture. so I, I don't remember anything. I, I like found out that I was like born in the Philippines when I was like eight, so <laughs> <laughs> the entire time I, I, like, I feel like a... Born and raised San Diego. Close, enough.
2: Close I, I, enough. I lived in L.A. till I was five years old, but I still consider myself a San Diego native. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I, I mean, it's better that you found out when you were eight than when you were like trying to fill out an application. You're like, "Where's my social? Oh, uh, well, it's, how come mine's different?" <laughs> right. It's like, city- like you're finding out city? that you
1: don't have like like the right blood type for like all of your life. Yeah. And then like when you need it, it's like, oh, oh. awkward.
0: <laughs> Oops. Oops. Not a match. Mm. <laughs> well, you're dead now. All right. So you've been from San Diego, and uh, you went, uh, what do you do? So I run a mortgage brokerage.
1: Um, I do a lot of social media stuff. Uh, Lead generation is probably my big
2: thing. Mm. Uh, But the big thing is obviously uh, being a mortgage broker.
0: Lead generation. Wait,
2: wait, wait. You said you you run a mortgage brokerage. Yes. So you are the boss. The
1: boss. I don't, I don't, I'm not, you know, the, the broker on record, full disclosure. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But I'm the one, I have like basically complete creative control outside of you know, bigger expenses and stuff like that. I have uh-huh. to just pass that through the broker, but for 99% of it, I'd probably say I have creative control.
0: Yeah. You're, you're the lead generator. So I mean, what we say all the time is if you learn to generate, you don't have to tolerate, Oh, so that's a good you don't have to tolerate. <laughs> you have full creative <laughs> control cause you can generate. How do you generate leads? Look, I mean, we got a lot of real estate people, a lot of insurance people and they always are like, I don't have enough leads or I got to go buy leads. Is it really that difficult?
1: It really isn't if you just take the time to actually understand what you're doing. I think a lot of people get caught in the trap, and I I got caught in the trap too, right, of just relying on like these lead generation sources. And they're like, oh, we generate high-quality leads, and it's 50 bucks a pop. And like, depending on what you sell, you're like, okay, I can ROI that out. But in reality, they're just repackaging stuff that they got on like 10 cents on the dollar. So I figured I'm just going to learn how to do this, and I'm going to use that as leverage for the rest of my career versus on relying on somebody else. Is that a trade secret? Can you tell us a little bit, little bit about that process? I can tell you a little bit about the process.
0: <laughs> but there are some secrets. There are some
1: secrets. For if sure, you, for if sure. you want to know more, swipe up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Download my e-course. I'm just kidding. I don't have one yet. yet. Um, but no, I'd probably say most of it, if not all of it's from Facebook. Facebook Ads is mm-hmm. probably um, one of the biggest platforms for lead generation right now. I don't do any, you know, Google AdWords or anything like that. I'm dabbling in YouTube pre-roll because that's getting a little bit more interesting to me, but it's all Facebook and Instagram ads right now.
2: Nice. All Facebook and Instagram ads. Do you have somebody that... Well, you're the one creating the content, though.
1: Yeah.
2: You're You're the actual creator of
1: all of these advertisements. From start to finish, from the initial ad creation, the copy, running the ad, managing the ad, targeting and then trying to convert it, it's 100% me at this point. Photo and video, mostly one or the other? Fo- photo, most of it. Now I'm transitioning into video because Facebook, uh, the retargeting on video is becoming a lot more interesting, especially since like servers like you know, Safari and Chrome have kind of blocked the pixel retargeting mm-hmm. so I'm using a little bit more video and trying to get a little bit more serious in that are
0: right, you're speaking a different language to me slow it down. <laughs> right? Nerd. No, well, I mean, but Nerd you know what? It, it is something that everybody needs right yeah. I mean it, it's it's where the world is going right so if, if but but most agents especially if you're talking to an agent who's you know 40 50 years old they've been in the industry for you know 10 20 years mm-hmm. they when they think Facebook they think I log on and I show a picture of my food yeah. and And your grandkid and your cat exactly and then I you know I I say by the way I do real estate and and I get no conversion so it doesn't work exactly right I mean you're taking this to a whole new level there's actual data that you're going through Mm -hmm. you're looking at actual metrics Mm -hmm. you're you're really looking at the copy and what you're writing and what you're posting and and looking at how you're going to convert that into something so I mean, drill down a little bit on that. What do you What do you mean by a copy? Like, what What do you What do you do? Yeah. So probably my most successful
1: ad is just you know uh, helping out my realtor partners with a single property campaign promoting one of their listings. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. With that, we obviously uh, understand Facebook's targeting, uh, so we go after you know potential home buyers based on what their behaviors are on Facebook, uh, and then we run an ad against it, um, you know, promoting that listing, trying to get buyer leads from that. Um, From there, we filter it out, you know, get names, emails, phone numbers, uh, try to disposition them on like how soon they're ready to buy. And we just throw them into an automation campaign that touches it 25 times in the first mm, six days, probably. Phone calls, emails, text messages, trying to convert them on the back. And like right now, I'd say I've probably got about, you know, sorry, I'm going to metrics again. We want to hear like, like we're at about 30, 35% contact ratio on completely automated. You know these people are going in. You know, responding to text messages, calling us back, setting appointments in our calendar, without me having to lift a finger. One thirty-five. Ad's is up. huge. Thirty-five percent is amazing. amazing. That's, all, that's yeah for incredible. Contact ratio. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, we were talking about you know back in the day, it was direct mail, and we're looking at one to two percent. Yeah. You know, ROI, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a thirty percent return is amazing, especially because the cost of Facebook ads right now are very minimal yeah. compared to you know sending a stamp.
1: We're getting we're getting under two dollars a lead right
2: now. Yeah, it's under, $2, under $2, a lead? $2 a lead in San Diego are you turning around and selling those leads uh, no 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 okay no we're not You're, those are your those internal are leads yeah wow yeah that's I should freaking sell them. fantastic <laughs> 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 but, you, but you can make some extra money on that I could absolutely
1: sure. make some extra money but I'm more interested because I, th- I look at it When people talk about leads, they kind of get carried away with the word lead, right? Right. Because everyone wants a warm lead, that quality lead, that gold lead, that ready to buy right now, approved for $700,000. Oh, they
0: want a commission check. They want a commission check. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, But that's not what leads are. The way
1: I look at leads is a little different. I think of it as data, right? I don't have a lead until I have a contact. Right. Mm -hmm. Once I contact them, that's a lead. Until then, I've got data. So all I'm doing is just collecting massive amounts of really, really cheap data so that I could eventually convert them. If they convert immediately, cool. Right? Awesome. I give myself a high five. But I'm like on average, they're raising their hands right around the, you know, four to six week mark, probably. Yeah. But most people don't follow up with them that long into the process. All
0: right, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, this is this is like when you watch a movie and you get all the preview stuff at the beginning, you're like, Oh, I really want to watch that movie, right? And then you have to wait for it to come out. So I'm gonna hit a pause on this stuff because it's interesting. Where the hell did you come from?
1: Well, it all started when I was born (laughs) in the Philippines. Um, So I've got a really, if you look at my background, um, it doesn't necessarily lend itself to where I am right now in my industry, but it actually makes sense if you connect the dots, right? So I mean, throughout my life, I was like, you know, an AB student, roughly, you know, AP, you know, 4.0 GPA throughout high school, Um, kind of mailed it in in college because I realized that mm, I didn't really want to do this for the rest of my life. I went to college originally for computer engineering. Mm-hmm. Uh, decided that I didn't want to code for the rest of my life. So I decided to switch over to business, uh, with an emphasis in marketing. Uh, I dropped out of UCR after my third year, uh, to help my family out. Um, but I also like just hated school at that point too. Uh, I did customer service for a little while. So I sharpened my phone skills there. Uh, from there, um, I got promoted in the company because they needed someone to run their social media and help them out with that. So I did a lot of that, ran their Facebook, ran their Instagram. Um, did all their organic reach. We never spent a dollar on like buying a like, which was something that we really, That's really, impressive. we really, and that was yeah. in 2012. So like, that was like, everyone was buying likes in 2012 mm-hmm. and we, we made it a point to grow it completely organically. Uh, from there, I worked some odd sales jobs did direct TV. So I sharpened my face to face sales skills. Uh, got a shot as an intern at a mortgage company up in Bayhoe or at right by PB I just grinded my way up until I eventually became an LL, and
0: now I'm here. Wow. Dude, that's a grind, but at, at least the school thing, I can relate. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> yeah. that, that was that was a very similar path, but...
2: It's a grind, but the whole social media and the way that you use it, that just kind of came naturally to you, or was there a lot that you learned while in the marketing school? Um, I didn't learn anything from college, honestly, <laughs> Yes, yeah, other than how to shotgun a beer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> which I'm pretty good at, by the way. Um But yeah, no, I mean, none, none of the stuff that I learned in college applies to what I'm doing now. Really? Like none of it. None of it. Like I'm. I'm. And from what I hear from the people who are still in the marketing program, mm-hmm. it's all the same stuff that I was learning. So that like frightens me for the kids coming out. Right. Because they Cause think they're, they're getting this like amazing education for tens of thousands of dollars, and then they come out and they're blind. Yeah, they're, because they have not, no idea what's going no, on. No,
0: they're they're old school taught. Yeah, for mm-hmm. a new school world yeah no dude that's scary yeah. actually
1: <laughs> it's frightening no i got really lucky because when i when i was helping run that social media company the coo was the one who was doing it prior to like you know getting serious about social media so i learned everything from just watching her do it she mm. would we would we would give out just tons of free product every single week just to get a massive amounts of engagement like we spent so much money we'd ran through that budget but it was because we wanted to create you know a massive amount of following and the things that I learned from her, how she ran the social media department, the way she structured it, really helped me when I transitioned into mortgage. And I, I actually called her when I first came in mortgage as a, as a mortgage broker. I was like, can I sit down with you and like just kind of pick your brain on some things? Because I want to use the same philosophies that you taught me while I was still working for you and apply it to this mortgage thing.
0: Dude, how, how do you... You went on your own, right? First of all, gutsy, right? Super gutsy. Super. I had
1: $4,000 in my bank account when Eesh. I went... Lo- and by the time I first my, closed my first loan, I had like 200 of that left. Super gutsy.
0: Yeah, super gutsy. And then you not only go on your own, but you decide to do it a new school way, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. Walk me through that. What, what's going through your mind? So I was 25
1: when I went independent as a mortgage broker. Um, and I looked at the space and I realized that it was a really just a space full of old people. Mm-hmm. Right, and here comes this twenty-five-year-old punk kid. You know, I've got everything against me. Number one, I'm young. Number two, I don't look like any of these other people because I'm Asian, right? <laughs> so there's this twenty-five-year-old brown kid trying to do mortgages. How is he going to set himself apart? Well, it's like, well, you know, I'm kind of nerdy, so, and I know social media. I'm just going to lean into that and see where that takes me. So I started uh, the Minute Mortgage Show, which was kind of like this show that I do on Facebook just talking about mortgages. And the reason mm-hmm. why I did that is like, no one's going to take me, prof- uh, you know, seriously as a professional unless I know what the hell I'm talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. So I did the show to prove to everyone that I, I knew what the hell I was talking about. And it went like really technical. I almost went too far into like the technical stuff at one point, but it was, it was a way of just separating myself from the crowd.
0: Yeah. You're, you're identifying a brand for, of yourself, mm-hmm. right? You're, exactly. You're, this is me.
2: This is what I do. You don't know. Oh, check this out. Exactly. All but right. it does, it does serve a really good purpose. I mean, that's, Kind of how we were feeling after we hit our 100th episode. We're like, oh, wow, we maybe have some credibility now. Yeah. And I feel like you kind of were going after the same thing by putting these videos together. You're like, look, I'm credible. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. Plus, I'm bringing something that's of greater value to your business that you maybe didn't think of before.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was something when I, when I first got the idea, I looked on YouTube and like looked at the space. And there was like, okay, so it's just a bunch of white people in suits. On a whiteboard. Old, on a whiteboard yeah I see. or like that. the little flip paper thing yes mm-hmm. and all of them don't know how to write for their lives and all of it's boring and 10 minutes long so i'm like okay let's fix that let's let's make it more engaging you know I, i'm you know a millennial kid so i watch a bunch of buzzfeed i'm like why don't i make a show that's like fun to watch like buzzfeed but for mortgage right and it was a big risk because i spent a lot of money you know getting camera gear i got a camera guy for a little while to help me do it mm-hmm. and i spent a lot of money on it and i didn't get a single client out of it until i was like Four or five months in, and then another 10 months before I got another client directly related to that. I had referral partners and stuff. Yeah, of course. But like, if you look at the Mavlon, it didn't make sense to do it. Mm-hmm. It's, it almost still doesn't. You know, it's funny. It reminds <laughs> me, but <it laughs> almost, re- yeah, it reminds me of Gary Vee, right? He's talking right.
0: about putting out content all the time, and it the ROI is not a dollar ROI. Mm-hmm. It's it's a long tail effect, 100, percent. right? And so even th- those videos today, I'm sure, are still much more valuable today because they happened so long ago. Like my experience has been, you know, I started way back here. Imagine, you know, and this is what I knew then. How about now? Exactly. Right.
1: Exactly. And it's, it's fun for me to actually go back and watch all of it because I kind of cringe. I'm like, oh, God, like yeah. this content. What was I doing? <laughs> but it's, it's fun to watch that evolution of it and, you know, see the show change, see it evolve. And it's kind of like a weird video resume of my career and watching <laughs> myself grow. It's kind of like watching your kid except the kid's you. So it's kind of yeah. weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well. So bringing it back to present day and what you're doing. Right. And since you have a tendency of going uber technical. Super. Tell us about some of the software, some of the tools that you use when you're tracking those uh, those leads. How right. do you know if your advertising is actually effective?
1: Right. Um, the thing that I do with leads is I'm, I'm really, like I said, it's all about data for me. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking about just getting as much volume as I can. Like I could go more long form, you know, put them through a really long click funnel and try to get every bit of data that I can out of them. Mm -hmm. Or I could just get their name, email, phone number, which is all I need to pick up the phone and sell them. Right. 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 So I'm just trying to get as much data as humanly possible. I mean, when I look at an ad, I'm like, okay, if I'm spending more than five bucks because I know how well I usually convert on these ads, uh, it's probably not working as well. I've got to change something. Right. Mm -hmm. But other than that, when I'm looking at like the metrics, um, you know, I've got an automation system. It's called FollowBedge, um, but I'm transitioning over to uh, some different software right now. Um, When I'm looking at it, I'm just trying to see, you know, like on average, where's my average, you know, percent of these leads coming in and how what's the percent of them that I'm actually contacting and then how many of those am I turning into appointments and how many of those are turning into fundings that's all I'm really looking at at the end of the day but the cost of lead is so cheap that I really almost don't give a shit about (laughs) like that level metric to be honest like I like people ask me like oh what's your cost per closed deal and I'm like I don't know but I'm generating two dollar leads how much are you paying for leads but you're still managing
2: to close 35 percent. yeah how do you track that
1: uh it it has it has it in there so like it's when built in. It, it's built into the software so when, when when the lead responds to the automation it 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 changes the status in there mm-hmm. and it tracks that so on like i said about 35 percent of them are responding back to the automation uh, of that thirty five percent, I'd say about a half of them are like mm, not interested, so I just throw them into a twenty four month drip campaign until they unsubscribe, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or I just harass them on the phone until they tell me to screw off. <laughs> One of those two you know, yeah. you're
0: you're kind of grazing over some of these things, but it's it's important because I mean we talk about these sorts of things all the time, right, right? You generate the leads and those are great, but leads really are worthless until you convert them into appointments hundred mm-hmm. and I mean you are you you're kind of you know, rolling over that point. But that's a huge point. The fact that you need name, email, phone number, those are crucial pieces of information. You don't need everything else. You could get date of birth, you could get address, you could get a bunch of stuff, but those three things are what's going to take you to the next level. And I think your conversion rate really has to do with that last point you just made where you call them until they tell you to bug off because most people don't do that.
1: Exactly. When
0: you look at, when you look at
1: people who will buy online leads, they want to do everything online. They want the software to do it all for them, Mm -hmm. right? They want this, like loan officers want a piece of software that can, you know, find the lead, convert the lead, turn it into an application without them touching a finger. But the reality is these are still human beings on the other side of that data, Right. Mm-hmm. right. You still have to have the balls to pick up the phone and pick up a paycheck at the end of the day. Yes. And that requires some work. It actually requ- it. a it, it, it crazy, crazy concept, right? right? But it actually requires some work. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a crazy thing? It's <laughs> just the craziest concept. It's so hard for people to grasp, though. It's the truth, though, right? right? No, you're like,
0: absolutely right. Yeah, they yeah. want
1: the easy button. Everyone wants the easy button, but the easy, people who want the easy button are the people who shop at Staples who paid like the discount price. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> They're to cheap, an buy, actual they're cheap people. They're <laughs> cheap yeah. people. And there's a reason why they don't get to the level of success is because they don't put in the work. It's not going to do everything for you. Right. I mean, I've gotten to the point where it does a tremendous amount for me. Like, let's not get that wrong. Like, I, it does a lot of automation and following up for me, but I still have to pick up the phone if I want to actually convert it.
0: The automation only goes so far.
1: Exactly, yeah. right, if, if you have a piece of automation that sets up an appointment, you still have to show up.
0: Yes, yeah, <laughs> put a face. It's, it's kind, of, kind of a little bit yeah. important to do that. Human to human interaction. A little bit, right. Yeah. And, and, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but that automation is essentially pre-qualifying people for you. A
1: little bit of both. It's it's pre-qualifying them to an extent, really what I'm trying to do is, I'm really just trying to get them to just talk back. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, like, because we're running it against, you know, my realtors' houses, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, did you get the photos? Do you want to see some other properties? Do you want me to send you a list of homes that you qualify for? Have you heard about these down payment assistance programs? Just eliciting a response back. Yeah. Because once they respond, once they raise their hand... You got them. All I have to do is pick up the phone. Right. Engagement. Yeah. So is it like a, a bot that is asking these other
2: questions? It's not a
1: bot. It's just... It's like scheduled. So like at, on day three, it's going to send a text message at 8.03 a.m. It's going to send an email at 9.10. It's going to send another text message and a voicemail at this time it's all pre-scripted it's not Mm -hmm. it's not i'm not at the point where it's a bot yet because i still think there has to be a level of human interaction Mm -hmm. and i've tried bots and what i found is that people are getting a little bit smarter about bots they understand Mm -hmm. that it's not a human being on the other side so they're turning off their phone a little bit faster but if I can engage them like a real human being, like, and I'll, I'll hack it sometimes. Like when I'm, I have the automated voicemails going. I'll be like, uh, uh, "Hey, yeah, this is a uh, Ktron. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, and like, I'll like, or like, I'll like, it's like my number is six one. No, sorry, it's actually six one. Like you know, yeah, like yeah. I'll play with it a little bit. But it's it's having that human aspect. Of it. That, that that part of it's really important, and people get really like excited about technology and automation. But they, they forget the fact that there's so much of a human aspect in it, and there's always going to be, no matter how good the technology gets there's still going to be that person who needs that human touch. And that's the part that makes you a great salesman Hmm. is that human part. The technology can't do everything for you. Otherwise you're just rocket mortgage, but people still hate rocket mortgage. Yeah, (laughs) There's still an (laughs) LO on the other side doing lots of the work.
0: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So I saw one of your posts recently, 161 leads. Yes. That's amazing. It's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, anybody listening out there, is having a hard time getting five. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> five leads. Mm-hmm. You're getting 161. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the next step?
1: What's the next step for what?
0: Once you get those leads. Yeah. You put them in your automation system. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, what's the, what's the, what's the, I guess what I'm trying to say is um, your mortgage company. Right. What, what is, where does that come from? Because now we know who, who Katon is. Now we know what he's doing on Facebook and social media. What about the company itself? The company itself. So, I've had a hard time
1: with this this year because um, I mean I'm still a 27 year old kid running a mortgage brokerage, which is still really, <laughs> really weird to say out loud. I don't like people don't take me seriously, and then I'm like, no, no, no. I like I run this mortgage company. They're like, like, like you have your own broker? No, no, no. Like, there's 10 LOs that work for me. Right. Like, yeah. I'm I fucking mean business. <laughs> <laughs> I run a, I run a, I run a tight PL. Like, let's go. You want to talk business? Let's talk business. But uh, for the company. Uh, when I look at the mortgage space, right, there's a lot of these older companies and you know, some of them are starting to change it up a little bit. Uh, I look at companies like Compass in the real estate space that are really, really disrupting things. I think that the old way of doing business where you build it on the brand of like the mortgage company, like you know, the quicken loans, the loan depots, the freedoms, the flagstars, the ones who have like really storied names, the Wells Fargos, I think that's making an exit in the same way that it is in the real estate space and the personal brand is going to become way more important. Hmm. So when I think of the company, I don't think of it as I work for or I run e-mortgage lending. I'm Katon powered by e-mortgage lending and it's accessory to me because I'm I'm more important. No one no one wakes up in the morning well, a small percentage of people wake up in the morning and are like, "I want to buy a home with Wells Fargo Mortgage."
2: Right. Like, <laughs>
1: no, I'm with you. No, no, nobody no. thinks like that. Like, nobody <laughs> thinks like that. No, no normal human functioning being works like that. They want to work with human beings. Going back to the same thing with the automation, they want to mm-hmm. work with a human being. So if I can position myself in a way that I create enough of a brand and enough of a clout around myself. The company is going to succeed on the back of that. And I do the same thing with the LOs. I spend more time talking about personal brand with my LLs and about generating leads and how to leverage that for their business versus how good of our rates. I mean, we're fucking fantastic on our rates. Don't get me wrong, but that's not as important as building a brand and a legacy around myself.
0: No, you're right. Most people don't do the, uh, the math, anyways, to no. understand the difference between the quarter points. But, no. but. I guess I mean, that does answer my question. So it's not really about the company. you're branding Katon. Mm-hmm. Every time you're out there, all these lead generations come because of your personal brand. hundred percent. So so the people who work for you, they just benefit off of your personal brand. Yeah. or is it or is it uh, you're you're getting them to do it themselves also?
1: A little bit of both, a little bit of both. Some of them have had the ambition and want to actually learn how to do it themselves, and I'm more than happy to open up the book. I've sat with LOs that don't even work for me and I've showed them what I do because I know that 99% of them are going to do that shit anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it's too hard.
0: Let me show you what to do. Yeah. And then, and then like they like good they, luck. they sit for like 5 minutes and then
1: they like they just glaze over and they're like, "Oh shit, like that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff to do. I don't know if I could do that." So they don't. So I'm yeah. like, "Okay, like I'll show you everything that I do. Whatever." Um, but you know, there's others that don't have that same ambition. You know, I've inherited a lot of LOs from the previous management, so you know, they just kind of do whatever they want. Um, but I'm not really I'm in my own lane. I really don't care what anyone else is doing around me. No, so those
2: 161 leads, you're handing them off to all the rest of the LLs? I'm handing them off to my realtor burners. Those are mine. <laughs> oh, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> Wait, well, what do you mean handing them off? Like like the leads actually go somewhere? Because I'm under I'm the impression you do mortgages. Yes. Right? So you're handing them off as – because these leads that you're generating aren't necessarily always buyer leads. They could be seller leads. Correct. They could be uh, people looking to buy, people that might already have a mortgage with somebody else. and yeah. just need help buying a home.
1: I pulled out a I've, – I've like – like yeah, exactly that. It's not always buyer leads. I've, I've pulled out seller leads. I've pulled out like the craziest one is like um, I pulled out like the $700,000 cash investor. Like I, I I glazed over when I picked up the phone. It was like the second lead in the campaign. And uh, she was like, yeah, I'm looking to buy. Like, okay, cool. What's your budget? 700000 Cool. Have you been pre-qualified? It's like, no. It's like, what do you want to be pre-qualified? No. Wait, why not? I have cash. Wait, <laughs> you have 700 Yes, I have cash. And I was like, okay, oh, okay, cool. So do you need a realtor? Yes. Okay, I'll Let's give me this. two seconds. Let me just put them on <laughs> through way <laughs>
0: No, but that, that makes a big difference because I mean, you you know, we're sitting here talking about leads, but really filtering and breaking down what are, what are these things, right? Because yeah. because you were right at the beginning. You said you said you know leads have this weird connotation to them. Mm-hmm. Like nobody really knows what they are. Everybody talks about leads. Leads can be in insurance. They can be in real estate. And they could be this. They could be that. But you're generating interest. Yeah. And then you're deciding what to do with that interest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm taking
1: I'm taking the busy part away from it. I really look at myself as more of like an ad agency that's generating leads that just also happens to do mortgage. Because it's cool. Because now I can just take those leads that I've, you know, dispositioned and converted and I can just run a loan application on them, right?
2: So, so, so the leads that you're generating, you said they're buyer and seller leads. So the next step is to hand them off to a realtor that you mm-hmm. are strategically partnered with. Exactly. Yeah. Got it.
0: You know, it's funny. We were talking about strategic know, partners just lo- recently. Those are my buzzwords right now. <laughs> <my> buzzword. <laughs> is that the word of the week? That's it's, the, it's word the word of the it's week. Word,
2: it's the word of the week for me. Uh, uh, the word of the weekend. Right? But, <laughs> yeah. But
1: the reason why I do that is because I, I looked at the space and like when, when you're a loan officer just starting out, they're like, find the top 15 realtors in your area, invite them all out to coffee. Mm-hmm. Like these guys make anywhere from three to six percent on a on purchase in San Diego. They don't need coffee. Yeah. <laughs> they and need they more business. Right.
0: And they're not really... They, who, why do they want to talk to you? You're yeah. just new in the you business. You have nothing. You, you have, have nothing. to bring them something of value.
1: Right? And it, what's the thing of value? They teach you, oh, you know, we've got great rates. We've got direct access to 100 writers. We communicate really well. Oh, cool. So you're doing the absolute bare minimum for your job description. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Wow. Is there anything else that you bring to the table other than that? Coffee. Coffee. What's, Good. What's the extra 10%, right? Right. What's, what's, what, what else do you have up your sleeve? No, that's yeah. it. That's, that's everything. Oh, oh, well. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. On to the next. Thanks, thanks. thanks for nothing. Uh,
2: I got 10 more guys just like you. Right. Don't All worry right. about it.
0: But it's different when you come to the table with like, look, I got four people that want to buy a home. Which one do you want to work with?
2: Exactly. Because now because now the
1: leverage is in my hands. Whoever has the leads has the leverage, right? Mm. Why do you think people spend $20,000, $40,000 a month on Zillow? Yeah, because leads, leads, right? And those are crap. Those are crap leads. Yeah. Everyone knows that. People like talk to me like Facebook versus Zillow is always the conversation that I have, right? They're like, oh, but Facebook leads are so much worse than Zillow. Why? Because that person picked up the phone. Great. <laughs> they're still looking for a under a hundred thousand dollar house in San Diego. Yeah. Congratulations, you spent ten thousand dollars on that. <laughs> <laughs> you want you want like let's cut that budget in half and let me show you what I can do with that and let's see who really is the winner here.
0: Yeah, dude, and it's funny because right now with the with the market the way it is, and people closing deals with the commissions that they are, they're just throwing that money away. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care because they don't know what they're doing. No, but but when when everything changes in a few years, I mean, brokerage models, brokers that are paying thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars to leads to fill, you know, to filter into their brokerages. Dude, they're going to go belly up. Yeah. If they're not doing it the right way, if they're not targeting, if they're not using the metrics that you're using, you know, it's kind of like the money ball thing, right? Right. If you you only have limited amount of funds, you better learn to use them correctly because just throwing money at the problem isn't going to solve it. Right. Mm. Just because it works
1: right now doesn't mean it's working the best. Like, right? Right. Like my car might work right now, but if I don't change the oil in it, then it's not going to work. Eventually, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, things need to change in order for them to continue to work. Mm-hmm. And I think I think people get really blind, especially in this industry, with the old way of doing it. Like I had somebody like talk to me, and they were like running this poll in this Facebook group, and they were like, "What do you guys think of um, what is it, yellow cards, or were they like yellow something? The, the, yellow the mailers, ma- yeah, oh, the poster, the yeah. postcard ones, yeah, the postcards, yeah. right?" And I was like it's 40 cents per mailer for something that's going directly into garbage. You're aware yeah. of that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are aware that for 44 cents.
0: Well, I heard the other day they were like, yeah, but they saw it before they threw it away
1: congratulations
2: <laughs> good good for you pretty sure they noticed that it was a uh, yellow and then they threw it yeah right that's about C- it good congratulations <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what does that do for your bottom line exactly no it doesn't <laughs> nothing
0: and the nice thing about the metrics on on these social media feeds is you're targeting people who are expressing interest exactly so it's not like you know these people aren't looking they are looking yeah Right? Mm-hmm. This isn't this isn't by accident.
1: Like we have really nailed down the targeting for a demographic that's actively looking. And they still have to press the button, to call the call to action. They still have to put their name, email, phone number. Mm-hmm. Granted, Facebook might automate that, but you know, if they put it in right on Facebook, which 99% of them do, then it's the right information,
0: and then they still have to hit submit.
1: Yes. So, yeah. so it's there's not, it's, though it's very unlikely they're doing this by accident. So, yeah,
0: they're literally raising their hands. So yeah. what's next for Katon? What's what's on the horizon? So you got 10 people working for you. You got things going really well. You've narrowed down the metrics. What's next? What's next? Um,
1: I'm really leaning into 2019 for building out more, more of my personal brand. I think that's something that um, I need to lean into a little bit more. I spent a lot of this year just really perfecting, uh, you know, the lead generation and all of that stuff. So now, it's a matter of just getting my name out there. Because, I mean, like, you, uh, you guys didn't know me before this, right? No, you know, Truth. No. Tr- to be honest. And that's my fault. I always say, you know, if someone doesn't know you, that's your fault, not theirs. Absolutely. Hmm. So, yeah. personal that's, accountability. That's my fault. Yeah. Like, if you, like, I, I would get mad, physically mad, when a friend of mine that I've known for years would buy a house and, would, and didn't use me. But I would get mad at myself. I'm not mad at them. Yeah. they didn't know. Like, okay. You cool. didn't keep them top of mind. Exactly. I, I did a shit job of staying in front of them. So, I'm starting to realize how much more important that is. So, I'm going to, you just going all in just going personal brand rebranding everything to make sure that I get to that level where that's never gonna happen again
0: absolutely yeah that's that's really what it comes down to get in front of more people tell them what does he mm-hmm. do exactly right except you do it in a technical nerdy super awesome nerdy kind of way super nerdy. <laughs> so like when you connect the dots when you, yeah so when you connect the dots
1: it makes sense that I went from computer engineering to marketing to eventually mortgage I'm just leaning on my old skills mm-hmm. in this new space
2: that's all it is. I wonder how we can translate those types of skills to be, I don't know, to generate leads for other businesses. To, and I mean, people do it all the time. Uh, yeah, no, I know that they do. But you do it. You did it yourself. Like, how did you? I'm just curious how you even learned how to I do know all of he, that. I
0: know what he's saying. He's saying, can we go shadow you sometime just see what you do?
2: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> But
1: I learned it on the back of, number one, full disclosure, I'm part of a group of, um, like a mastermind group called the Legion of Loan Officers where I've learned a good amount of the strategies that I've Mm -hmm. learned, full disclosure. But before that, I would spend every night from like 9 to 11 to 2 a.m. even just on YouTube, just Googling it, searching it, trying to learn it, spending my time, spending my own money
2: too, trying to figure it out. So it was a time and money investment to actually learn this stuff.
0: Yeah, because it's... You mean you had to educate yourself? Yeah, crazy, know, right? crazy, crazy thing. <laughs> wow!
1: Imagine imagining actually having to get better at your craft.
0: Oh, so <laughs> we've, we've had two, you know, brand new things that come to the industry. Right? One was work, and the other one was education. Right? Yeah, it's it's so actually it- it's actually working. And actually trying
1: to get better at what you do. <laughs> it's it's wild what happens when when you actually do that. But it's it's the truth, right? It's 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 for I every it. it's for everything, right? You yeah, d- like Kobe Bryant wasn't Kobe Bryant by accident. He didn't just come into the league and dominate, right? Mm-hmm. He played on the bench in his first season and he put in the work every single day to become Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Same with Absolutely. Michael Jordan, same with LeBron James. There's a reason why LeBron James is just as dominant. He's what, the second third leading scorer in the league? It, it is 16th year Yeah. Well, on a terrible Lakers team. <laughs> <laughs> because
0: all you see is him on the court. Exactly. You don't see when the lights go off and what he's doing at home and how he's training and how he stays on the court after everybody leaves. You mm-hmm. don't see any of that yeah. work. All you see is the highlight. Because no one wants to do that. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but everyone knows what they have to do to get there, right? Yeah. But it's, it's, a, it's a matter Seriously. of taking it. It's not a secret. right? Seriously, Seriously but it's, a matter it's that of, easy. But I talk to so many LOs <laughs> and they're like, how do you find the time to do that? It's like, because this is where the industry is going and I'm
2: not letting myself get left behind like you guys are. Yeah, mm-hmm. You make so,
0: it happen. Yeah. You
2: make time for yeah. it. And we, we talk about that a lot where you can have an excuse. You can say, oh, I didn't have time. I had to do, you know, dishes for the wife. I had to take the kids out to this. I had to meet with my family for that. I had to do this. I had to do that. You didn't make the time. 100%. You didn't make the time. And you made the time. You made the investment, the time investment, the money investment. You educated yourself. You work hard you're you're a fucking baller man you're a hustler <laughs> Dang I mean, I had, I, like i said i had to do it i had to do it all right yeah. so
0: if anybody wants to get in contact with you how do they do so you can call me i have my phone
1: number everywhere my girlfriend hates when i do this but my phone <laughs> number is, is 619-403-6571 uh instagram at katon del rosario that's c-a-t-o-n-d-e-l-r-o-s-a-r-i-o it's like you've been spelling it your whole life yeah because i mean it's a terrible like like on a tangent like it's such like i know it's my turn at any restaurant because you need to get the reservations on open table and when they're like just looking at it like and they butcher your name cat kate cat nope nope don't even try that's
0: me i'm ready right another thing i'm familiar with. her her her, 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 name. That's that's me. That's me. Like, just, like, sometimes like, I even I don't even give time. my name anymore when I go to Starbucks or whatever. I just give my son's name. It's under Liam. My my favorite <laughs> my
1: favorite one's Canton, and it only happens when they, they've actually seen my face.
2: Canton. Yeah,
1: they add the end there. It's like it's because I'm Asian. Like yeah, just the so end just slide right <laughs> on in there.
2: It doesn't exist, <laughs> but it phantom leaves. It
1: just always. Always. And autocorrect has like done no favors for me at all too. <laughs> yeah, like no, every no. email chain. And it's so bad because it's like it's in my email. It's katon at emord cal.com it's in my signature it's right there like how how do you mess that up it's literally (laughs) it takes three seconds to read (laughs) it's five letters guys
2: before before we head out we got one last thing to ask you sure you got to tag somebody on this i gotta tag somebody this is our new thing hmm who do you think that we should bring on the podcast next Ooh, that's a good one you guys already have Gabe on the schedule, don't you? We don't have Gabe on. the schedule You don't have
0: Gabe on the yet. schedule.
1: You have Gabe on the schedule yet? I'm tagging Gabe just because I'm going to hold him accountable <laughs> to the fact that he has the audacity to say he wants to be on this, but <laughs> hasn't actually done it. So I'm going to tag Gabe. I'm sure everyone else has tagged Gabe before me. I'm tagging him just to force his hand. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So Gabe Mendez, right? Gabe Mendez.
0: Yeah, we've been we've been talking about it. We have almost hit the whole crew, but we got to get Gabe on there.
1: Got to get Gabe on here. I'll throw out one wild card. I think um, if you guys haven't heard of Miss South Bay. And Jeanette Calderon over at Keller Williams Chula Vista. No. she's a real player. She's a real player. She's up and coming. She's a real player.
0: All right, we're gonna we're gonna have you help us reach out to her. I'll absolutely we'll, do that. We'll I think that she's gonna away.
1: she's gonna see this. I'm gonna tag her in this in this comment. Perfect. We'll force to come on. <laughs>
0: Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> All right, brother. Cool. Any uh, last remarks before we head out? I mean,
1: I think we've covered everything. It's just you know, there's the thing that I'm so tired of and the reason I like posted about this on Instagram is like people like talking about like planning to do stuff and like excuses, right? Mm -hmm. Like everyone, like it's like new year's resolution time. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, this is finally the year that I'm going to get fit. (laughs) Like, (laughs) sure sure it's the year that you're gonna get fit but you're still stocking your fridge with microwavable meals like (laughs) like it's like i always say like ideas are shit execution is everything like i can have the greatest idea on the planet but if i don't do anything about it then it doesn't fucking matter
2: (laughs) yep absolutely so
1: like just like just go out there and do it like like figure it out what you want to do like focus on one thing and then just learn it figure it out invest in it it's going to be the biggest thing that you do in your career if anyone's listening to this I did it. I ate the bullet, you know. I drank the Kool Aid, but I had to do it.
0: Yeah, it's the work. It's <laughs> the Seriously, work. It's that Just easy. Just go out and do the work. Just
1: do it. Just do it. At at Nike. Nike. <laughs> 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 Too much in common.
0: Too much. All right, <laughs> that's all we got for you guys. Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Business Bros Pod. Katon, thank you for being on the show with us. Big thank thanks, you for ra- man. Yeah, thank you for very having much me. appreciate it. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye, bye. And I'm out. <laughs>